0: Katie Leonard, Auburn Engineering's latest NSF Graduate Research Fellowship recipient, was 13 when her grandmother was diagnosed with leukemia. And that's when she knew. I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It it looks something
1: like this. 1.21 gigawatts. What the hell is a (laughs) gigawatt? You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering.
0: Hey, you out there in podcast land, you know who you are. Yep, you're a fan of the best podcast in all of higher education. Uh, Hands down, bar none, that would be the award-winning Hashtag Getting, brought to you by the best college of engineering that I know of, that I've ever worked for, that I ever would work for, the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. At Auburn University. Co-host of the podcast is me, Jeremy Henderson, communications specialist and marketing. Can't forget the marketing. Communications, C-A-M-S, that's CAMS. A big, that's a big part. Uh, the man who just said that, uh, freshly hydrated, is Austin Phillips, director of the aforementioned Office of Communications <sighs> and Marketing. Yep, got I'm, to. I,
2: I might take another hit I off, got this, to. <laughs> off this crochet water. Crochet
0: Uh we are joined today oh we have John Sluice over here on keys. <laughs> Very special guest, Katie Leonard, a uh, senior in chemical, seem to be seem to be graduate. Yes sir. You uh, know, in in chemical, and special, that's the tough one too. That's the hardest. That's stuff. the toughest. They don't tell you about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like 0. 0.00 trillion percent of people in the world that have NSF graduate research fellowships. Katie's one
2: of them. Mm-hmm. Is know, it really
1: that low? It's oh,
2: gotta be. Oh, it's gotta be. I don't have one. I don't, yeah. Jared, do you have one? No. Johnny. Okay. There you go. I mean, wow. that's twenty five percent right there. Right, I, right I, I there. bet we could keep going. I mean, yeah,
0: if we kept. I mean, if we polled literally any person we saw. Now, of course, we have had another winner. On the show, which is funny, Peter Abraham. Mm. Now, he won it, and now, he won it because he was on this podcast. Absolutely. You got it because I don't know why. Let's find out. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, amazing that you did it. He got an NSF grant after this. She's probably going to get an Apple Watch. <laughs> One can hope. So only. Uh, these companies got to pony up, though. Yep. Because those new ones aren't expensive. They can take your temperature, oh, from what I Lord, understand yeah, that's, from it recent does talk. I
2: think it cooks dinner for you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm sticking to the galaxy gear. I know. Uh, Katie, thanks a ton for joining us because you are a busy person minoring in dance and sports coaching. Yes. Which yes. kind of, you know, the jacket kind of has that vibe. It does. Yes, yeah, it yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the does. minor in sports coaching.
1: Yeah, so I grew up in dance and it's like my sanity outside of math and science. It gives, you know, a moment to get out of the numbers for sure. And so I knew that I, for my own sanity, I would need to continue some sort of physical activity and dance. And I always just thought like my mom always coached my soccer team. And I thought it'd be really cool if I could like teach my kids dance and have like, you know, an education and proper ways to teach and Moving forward in that, I
2: didn't know we had sports coaching. I mm-hmm. like it.
0: Mm-hmm. I, before I forget, though, I got to say, Taylor Oldfather, another getting alumna, she is doing research on the biomechanics of ballet, mm-hmm. biomedical, dance. There could be some um, collaboration wrote, along oh, those yeah. lines. Oh, yeah. I actually
1: wrote a paper on the physics of walking for one of my dance classes. Austin,
0: you need me to take a look at
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> that- Physics, come, walking, come Friday hey, uh, evening. You talk about two of my two of my go tos. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, but then you got all Taylor Troutman too. She played soccer. That's true. There's a well, lot there of, needs to be a lot of hey, your, your
0: name should be Taylor. <laughs> what's going on with that? Uh, yeah, so what's uh, the what'd you say of walking the bio the physics of walking? The
1: physics oh, that's of what walking.
2: Physics, so help walking, me out. So what me. do we need? That's do, me. Improve me. That's what when you see me. <laughs> well, that's it. Well, you do
0: have a good gait. It, i'm not gonna it's it's strut. distinctive gate and strut yeah no mm-hmm. it's very little little connor up in there i, I, guess. Like, it. I like it i like uh so yeah help me out with the physics of walking real quick so what do i need to know
1: all right main <laughs> point you need to walk more, right? <laughs> well, that, that, that's I'm, a I'm trying to get my steps
0: <laughs> maybe i could be doing it better
1: yeah so main point your foot has three weight bearing points and it's in the shape of a triangle. Okay. And. From a very basic geometric standpoint, triangles are the strongest shape because of the way that the angles are at the edge. And so you want to make sure that you have equal distribution in your big toe, pinky toe, and then the heel of your foot. And if you can ensure that you have equal weight on all six points of your feet, that you're going to engage the correct muscles all the way up from your calves to your outer thighs, that is Mm going to make you walk the way that our bodies were originally meant to. Yeah, I,
2: I definitely don't. You can just look at my bottom mm-hmm. of my shoes and see where I wear on the inside. Absolutely. Yeah, I, mine I, I too. don't. Yeah. In
1: European, like the shoes that we wear every day now don't actually allow your toes to be digits the way that they're supposed to. So you don't get the weight distribution. So
2: should we be wearing those yeah. shoes? Yes. that are yes. Like the, the little footy foot gloves. Yes, actually. The foot because gloves. This
1: is a, this is a human construct that we engineered, but it's not actually engineered to be efficient for the human body.
0: Well, I feel cheated. Out of forty-four years, damn it, years. Nike! Yeah,
1: You've seriously, been selling
2: me lies. Just screw it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. That's it. I'm going barefoot.
1: <laughs> seriously, paleo. It's, time. it's cheaper and better. I
2: got it. So we
0: have everything we need without these shoes. Mm-hmm. But what about like the glass in exactly. the parking lot?
1: Exactly. That's why we made them. I mean, there's benefits, but long term, there's also deficits.
0: Do you wear? What are you wearing? come Am on I, now i'm wearing wear air forces oh my gosh you're screwed up big time wait what are you wearing air force air force these uh these uh sketchers i've <laughs> become a sketcher man again
2: the old cole Hahn, baby <laughs> <laughs> finally <laughs> broke them out expensive. hey had to surprising. take a loan out well where are we from katie
1: I'm originally from Pell City, Alabama. I knew hey, we weren't here.
2: an out-of-stater. Mm-mm. For some reason, when I sat in here, I'm thinking, okay, I'm looking, I'm thinking, she's an out-of-stater. And then you opened your mouth, and I could tell you're definitely
1: <laughs> Definitely not, from Bama. You're
2: definitely from Bama, so Pell City. Yes, sir. All yeah, right, in Pell City high?
1: Um, I actually moved around the state a good bit because of my mom's job. She's also a chemical engineer from Auburn University. Oh, whoop, whoop. my gosh. Yep. Well, what's your mom's story? name? Roxanne Walsh.
2: Okay.
0: Awesome. She's
1: a director for Southern Company. She is good friends with Mario. Aren't oh my you? God! Oh
0: well, hello, Kay. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah. She <laughs> tell us everything. Yeah.
1: She grew up in this program, so she knew Chris Roberts and Mario both when they were in grad school.
0: We can we. Well, yeah, We may well, need to well. start over. Yep. Yeah. Um,
1: is your mom available <laughs> to come on the podcast? <laughs> yes, we need to have her on. Honestly, she'd probably love to. Uh, we would where lo- is she? Hey, honestly, we would love to is have she, her. Is, she, is she in Pales? Is she in Birmingham? Uh, no, she works remote, but she travels pretty much every okay.
2: week. But you, um, high school, where did you end up finishing?
1: So I ended up finishing from a, a homeschool slash cover school called Evangel okay. Christian Sweet. School. Yes. It's in Alabaster. Yes,
2: I cover, they used to play eight-man football, and mm-hmm. I covered many mm-hmm. Evangel Christian games. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Oh. So. So I had dropped dropped out of traditional high school at the end of my sophomore year because my mom was traveling the world at the time. And so I wanted to get the experience to travel and go to engineering conferences with her. And so I did that. But then I'd missed a lot of school because of it. And my mom was like, I think just moving forward, the better option would be get education that's specifically towards what you want to do and have the ability to travel and see the engineering at large.
0: Now, did you graduate early?
1: I did not, so I still graduated in the four years that high school should have okay. taken me. But my junior year, I was a full-time student at Jefferson State on campus. And then my senior year, I was a full-time student at UAB.
0: So how old are
1: you now? I turned 22 yesterday. 22 hey. yesterday. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Uh, we got d- a lot
0: of involved organizations here. Yeah. Do you have any free time?
1: No, not really, sir. <laughs> yeah.
0: Alpha Omega Epsilon. Hey, that's a STEM promoting thing. Isn't it? Yes,
1: it's an engineering sorority on campus. Rock and roll. We support women in engineering and STEM related fields.
2: Wonderful,
0: BMEs. Yes, sir. Biomedical Engineering Society. Yes, sir. God, I got that. That was pretty good. Uh, where National all our Chemical research. and Chemical Engineering Honorary Society. One of these. Other, I hate these people. So uh, who's even your, when they're nice, who's they're the your? Worst. Uh,
2: who is your research? Who do you work with
1: currently? Yep. I work with Dr. Arnold in the School of Pharmacy. Okay. And then he works with Dr. David. Um, in the Department of Chemical Engineering.
2: Okay. Alan David is also our yes. Associate Dean of Research. He got uh, that because of also being on this podcast uh, there's a, early I mean, on.
0: There, this thing is a career pay. Launched oh, a lot wow. of careers. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely has. Well, so, okay, you're up there. So how did Auburn get on the radar? I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, even though you're traveling the world, you're from here, so why Auburn? It sounds like you probably could have had your pick.
1: So I actually decided on Auburn when I was 13. It's a little bit of throwback. And it's because both my parents are alumni from here.
0: Dang, 13 years old. I know. Mm -hmm. What was
2: it about Auburn at 13?
1: So, a little bit of backstory. My grandmother, who was taking care of me when my mom was at work, got diagnosed with chronic myelogenous leukemia. And that was the second set of leukemia that had been diagnosed in my family. And so, I very quickly knew that I was going to be doing cancer research. And so, since I was 13, I knew I was going to get my PhD um, solely to be in the realms of helping people have better treatment options for cancer. And so I started looking at pathways and what that was going to look like. And I did not know much at 13 and I'm much more well informed now, but my mom told me because of her background in chemical engineering that she knew chemical engineering would be promising and would be a, an avenue for me to get into cancer research. And so I trusted her advice and did it.
0: Dang. What a story. I know. (laughs) Can you imagine having no, like that I can't. kind of
2: like I can't. trajectory and like, like mindset at, at 13? At 13, I knew I wanted to go to Auburn, but it was just to go to the football games. Yeah. no, like I, I didn't know anything else. That was it. it was at 13, football, I knew
1: basketball. how much value this engineering program would be to bring to my education.
2: That marketing must work too. <laughs> That's what it was.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think what I was doing at 13. I don't think it was trying to carry So an we
2: are we're about to graduate. Yeah. Um, and you've kind of alluded to, so what's our what's our next steps?
1: So I'm attending a Ph.D. program in Houston at Rice University. It's chemical and biomolecular engineering, and I'm hoping to focus in studying genetic engineering with CRISPR technologies.
0: Rock and roll. You know, uh, a little guy named John Heisman also, he was at Auburn and then later went to Rice. So just FYI, you may want to, you know, in case you're a mixer, something, a little stem mixer. We need
2: a, we need a bust of her head in yeah. front of Shelby uh, we now, will just soon. like he has one yeah, in front of the stadium. Yeah, is cured. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. That'll do it. Um, We're all walking straight. Leukemia is cured. <laughs> the Katie Leonard story. <laughs> <laughs> These feet are made for walking. <laughs>
0: um, getting this, getting this grant.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's kind of a big deal.
1: It's a huge deal. Well, And
2: I mean, and we had Peter on here, and Peter was, uh, was Gold, a Goldwater, Goldwater scholar. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they ain't just giving these out to folks like me and Jer. So. No. I mean, just talk about that whole process of applying for that, receiving that. What was that all like?
1: Okay. So, it all kind of started when my favorite professor at Auburn told me. That Who's Duke, that? Dr. Sheowitz. Okay. And chemical engineer. Yep. Told me that if I wanted to go into research that I should go do an REU, which is a research experience for undergraduates. They're always over the summer. It's like a summer internship, but you're working at a university. And so again, took his advice and went and did it. Best thing I could have ever done for my career. During that REU, my PI who I was researching for had a prep class for writing the NSF GRFP because she is known for always getting GRFP scholars. And I sat through every single lecture through the month of July and the beginning of August and zoomed into them. And I spent four and a half months writing my application. It's three pages of a personal statement in which you write your like background and why you want to do what you want to do. And then you propose two pages of research that's a five-year plan and what you want to do. So I told myself that if I had no social life for four months or the next 12 months while I was doing applications and applying for scholarships and fellowships, that I would just tuck and roll and get through it. And so that's what I did because I knew coming out on the other side, I would be very appreciative of my hard work and that it would either, one, result in me getting it or, two, result in massive amount of experience in writing that would well prepare me to do it all over again.
0: Well, I would say I, it. I would say it paid off. I, I just wasn't raised right or something. You know what I mean? I could have told you. I mean, that, like, this, well, I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. The, the Jared, foresight, you got, you got, the, you got, the, got a little, discipline.
2: You got little troubles with seven forty five a.m. <laughs> I think. Hey, uh, curing leukemia was probably a little, <laughs> a little
0: out of reach. I'm just. Let's saying. stay grounded. I mean, it, well, you never know. I mean, I'm just. This is just. It's so impressive again. We 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 brag on. I, you know, I hosted those awards. Uh, you may have, you know, yeah, heard, heard about. I've heard all that. Uh, last you know whenever it was and uh you know and it, it's an honor to be able to get up there and, and and to be surrounded by these folks students like this who are so driven all smarter than we are exactly <laughs> when you see it and when you when you see it when you don't just read about it but you talk and you hear these stories behind it i mean it is it's,
2: it's outright inspiring so how's mom dealing with her girl going to texas
1: So it's kind of funny. She actually moved to Texas straight out of undergrad as well. She, like me, is a little concerned. I don't necessarily want to move, you know, halfway across the country without my family and virtually knowing no one. But she is extremely proud.
2: As she should be.
1: Yes. um, She has been watching me work to this goal for a very long time and sometimes despite without her encouragement, because at first she didn't necessarily think that Kimmy would be good for me because of my personality and Mm. being so creative. And I've always been in the theater, and she thought that it would be too hard on me. And there was definitely a time where she, you know, trying to protect me as mom, she didn't want me to do something that was going to be really hard and see me struggle through. But I think ultimately, she is extremely proud of me.
0: Uh, As as she should be I would would hope so Well then uh, The the dancing and everything I mean Are you going to keep that up after What kind of dancing do you do Yeah what are we talking about
1: So I grew up Taking traditional jazz And tap And then got into ballet A little bit later on in life And then At Auburn I decided to do The dance minor Which here focuses On modern dance With a little bit of tap And ballet Infused So I just closed out The dance concert Last week At the university Where I was in Three of the pieces
2: Oh, uh, Jeremy, what'd you do last week? Uh, we had Chick-fil-A. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, a
0: couple times. Every a day. day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so moving forward in Houston, I would really like to get into social dance because my body is kind of taking some toll with the the dance oh, the that I toll. yeah well, the dancing I've done in the past and I'm also
2: see the key is there's a triangle on your feet yeah exactly I mean, and you have to balance mm-hmm. them out that's yes, the key yes that's it, hard it, in ballet it's, <laughs> it's definitely
1: key. well I've broken my left foot seven times oh, but I, seven but, times yeah oh my god. through dance or just um various I actually got stepped on at prom broke it oh by gosh. a linebacker yeah, your he, prom date no no not oh. not my prom date but A guy that was at prom with me, he ended up playing football at Alabama. But, uh, yeah, he was like, yeah, 300 pounds, stepped on my foot and cracked it. But I'm also, I guess I can say this, disabled. I have Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. And so I have a soft tissue connective disorder. It's a genetic Ah, issue. Okay. And so the dance has definitely taken a toll on my body throughout the last 22 years Sheesh So social dancing Is a lot easier on the body And it's still the way You know To get up and move And have a good time You mean like at creative. the club
0: Or something Yeah like, I don't know you it, kind so, of But yeah. I, I mean more like
1: Like two-stepping And oh. uh, country swing oh, okay. And bachata And zuku And Like the Macarena And everything or See, the
2: electric slide Jer only knows twerking
1: <laughs> yeah. no. I believe in twerk I'm like West Hard S- twerk <laughs> <laughs> That's how I roll No, things like West Coast Swing um, Like partner work dancing Oh, this is okay. a whole new world
0: I swear I, <laughs> You're fascinating I know <laughs> Thank I don't, you I, I don't want
2: to end this one Yeah, golly
0: I can't thank you enough for joining us I can't thank you enough for being you uh, well, and, uh I, and I
2: want you to promise you gotta you gotta come back with mom. Well, we yeah we gotta get mom. you gotta bring mom too because we gotta have mom. show her, her up. And be like, but um, challenge this. Yeah, I expect nothing but great things at Rice. Um, Thank you. This is Jer says it every. You know when we have students on here, we leave feeling worse about ourselves mm. because y'all are awesome. But just to see your drive and to see your passion, and we talk about this all the time in terms of what the mission. Of this university is your story with your family and leukemia of it's the whole circle again of Auburn students faculty alumni believing giving back and then here we are making a difference in the world so you an only child
1: no sir my brother Actually graduated from here as well, which was part of the. <laughs> I actually decided on Auburn before my brother did, and he's three and a half years older than me. But he's a an electrical engineer God, from, from Auburn geez, University.
0: Right. New magazine cover.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Stop the press.
1: <laughs> we are a family of foreign. Is he engineers. about? Is he
0: already graduate? Wait.
1: Yes, sir. He is works he at international paper in Columbus, Mississippi. What's his name? Kyle Leonard.
2: Okay. We'll just change the Auburn Engineering ma- magazine to the Leonard Times. Seriously, So <laughs> just like a faint like a genealogy book? <laughs> yeah. Or something.
1: We love this engineering program. It's a great engineering program. Well, we we got to
0: get the dirt on Mario and and, and Chris.
2: Yeah, there's got to be. I, I guarantee Mom's got some great stories. Yeah, I mean if it's oh, pre
0: yeah. if it's pre administration days. Oh yeah, I mean if yeah. It's, get the goods. Yeah, <laughs> Katie, can't think you yes. enough. And uh, War Eagle, War Eagle, War
1: Eagle. You're listening to the Hashtag #Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering.